hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli, and as a certified transformational coach, I aspire to empower women to live the life that they love and deserve. And today, I have a really special and fun guest with me today. Her name is Krista, and Krista has run two successful businesses and is currently an online business coach. She can help you improve all the areas of your business to increase your profits. She utilizes mindset, story sharing, and marketing techniques to help you capitalize every avenue for the ultimate business success. Crystal, thank you for joining me. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. You know, I just, I love your story and what you are doing. And part of A Balanced Life for You, the podcast show, as you know, is really to offer inspiring stories of women and their journeys, Um, anything from challenges that we've overcome to uh, feeling like we've actually, I never want to say master the balancing act because it's always a work in progress. Um, But, you know, we always want to try to offer little tidbits of who we are and what we're doing. So for today, I would love to kick it off by um, having you share with my listeners a little bit about you and what you're currently doing. Absolutely. So right now, I would say to sum me up in a quick and easy way is I help entrepreneurs break through any mind blocks that they have um, and in a more strategic way. So I give them the tools, the strategies, and you know, however they need to break through it, we do it in a strategic way. And then we use that breakthrough and we turn it into a storytelling marketing technique. I'd say that's about, that's, that sums it up. <laughs> I, right, I'm intrigued, so can I ask, tell me what you mean by storytelling technique. What would that look like? So, um, <clears throat> Uh, I don't even try to take care of an example. I've helped someone, but um, without giving away, you know, someone's personal story. Um, basically, if you go through a struggle in your life, whatever that may be, and you know, everyone has their own struggles, different levels of struggles, and you know, no matter how difficult the person views it to them, they're struggling with that. Mm-hmm. So, no matter what it is, and you know, some people say like, oh, some people have a better story than others. I don't believe that because once you break through something that you've been stuck on, you can show people how you went from point A to point B and what got you there. And that story in the middle is what is going to help your target market resonate with you and see, you know, they can say, okay, she did this. So can I. So it's just that storytelling technique of, we're going to get you through the mind block and then we're going to turn it around and you're going to use it to sell. Oh, I love that concept. You know, that reminds me of uh, some of my coaching programs where when I help my clients figure out their purpose or their mission, you know, that bigger than meek issue. And I learned this a long time ago and it was taught as find your mess, identify it, own it. And that mess becomes your message. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that. It's the, yep, it's the exact same thing. I love it. Very cool. Mess, message. I love the story sharing. That's really awesome. Um, so tell us again, who is your ideal client? Who do you love to work with the most? I would say my ideal client is the entrepreneur that has an established business, um, but 
has reached a point where they're ready to, I guess, you know, not for lack of a better word, but, you know, take it to the next level or they're struggling with what that next level is and what it looks like, or their mind just can't get them there and they want to explore what that looks like. Okay. Would that be, let's say, for example, because you and I are both uh, entrepreneurs and Mm -hmm. just to kind of give everybody an idea, you know, um, somebody starting out and maybe you could help them get their mindset straight on what that might look like in the beginning. And then their business is moving along and then they kind of hit that plateau, right? It's like our weight. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) The plateau. So what is that next level? Is that kind of how you help your clients out? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. What do you love the most about working with this group of entrepreneurs? Honestly, it's the passion that people have Um, so much when like anyone is being helped in life in any aspect, you know, it's overcoming a problem, but this isn't necessarily a problem that you're always overcoming. You're helping someone grow and you're pulling that out of them. You're pulling the person that they, you know, aspire to be and want to be, but can't figure out how to get there and helping them do that and seeing people come to life like that is just you know, what lights up my world. Oh, I love that. So <laughs> their passion and seeing their personal growth and watching them come alive. Yes, absolutely. Well, did you hear that ladies? You really, Krista sounds like the perfect person, perfect coach for you. <laughs> 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 well, Krista, tell me what has been, um, or if you have had a difficult challenge that you have faced yeah, I've had a few of those. <laughs> so, um, you in reference to business, are you talking or just general? Well, let me ask you this. Um, I, guess I, guess it, I guess it could be either way, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess what I'll share and what some people know about me, if you follow me or anything like that, is um, I went through some major, major health problems, um, just like everyone does at some point in their life, you know? And mine just happened a little earlier. (laughs) When I was uh, 22, I uh, was diagnosed with Crohn's disease and um, had a series of six different surgeries. And at the time, I had just graduated college, started my own coaching business in the softball world, and I had to close it because I was so sick and it was a very physically demanding business and I wasn't able to do it anymore. So that was extremely heartbreaking. And After that, I became a closed off negative Nancy towards business in general. I thought, you know, all that work that I put in was down the drain because I was a solo printer and um, I thought, you know, I will just, um, you know, go get a job, work the nine to five, have insurance and that'll be it for me from now on. So um, overcoming that was a very long process in general for me as a person first. I had to get through that first. And then the entrepreneur part of me came back and said, okay, I I can't do this, this working. So (laughs) then it led me to um, build my second business, which as you mentioned, the uh, Decker sunglasses is our business, Decker limited. And it's a retail store we own. And that kind of lit my fire. And then I ended up moving into the coaching world of helping other people come through their struggles and use it to strategically grow their business as well. So I'd say that's my struggle in a long winded way. (laughs) 
Actually, that wasn't as long-winded as I've heard in the past. So. <laughs> well, good. I, I think you summed that up pretty good. And, you know, I, I love that you're very transparent about the, uh, the Crohn's issue because there are many, many, many people out there who struggle with this. And the fact that you share that you did become that negative Nancy, you did shut down for a little bit. And let me ask you this, was it um, based on you had given up on yourself? You didn't believe that you could find something else? Can you elaborate on that anymore? Sure. Yeah, no, it, um, it definitely came from a place of fear um, because I was sick and, um, you know, I looked at my business and I thought, oh my goodness, I if, thank God I have a great family and support system because otherwise I would be out of luck. My business had to close. I wasn't bringing in any money and I had all the expenses still to pay every month. And I thought I can't, I can't live like this. I can't live with this risk. And if I get sick again, what happens? And I kind of just shut down and I went the safe route. You know, I have the nine to five job. It's safe. I have insurance and that's kind of where I shut down that whole part of me that is definitely a part of me. I've always been that way since I was 18. I've had my own business in some form or another. Um, and I just shut it down because I was scared of the risk because I just saw what it can, how everything can fall apart in a matter of months if you become that ill. So having systems in place in your business, having a backup system and having more than one revenue stream is extremely important. And I teach that as well in my coaching because I, learn firsthand that losing that stream of income can be detrimental to your life. That's some, that's some really great tips. If you, if it's okay with you, I just want to stick with this for a moment um, because I know other women who are, who have some physical illnesses or challenges or, you know, chronic. And if they're listening, they might be thinking to themselves, Oh, I can so relate, which is really good. This is why we do these interviews. Would you share with us, how, you know, your time frame? How long were you talking about that you shut down and went into that fear-based uh, mindset? It was. It took me a long time. Um, it. I would say almost two years. I completely just shut down and I closed my business, closed its doors, and I. I did nothing and nothing in regards to owning a business. It took me a long time to want to jump back in and take that risk again. Cause it's also, you know, watching, you know, it's like watching your, your baby die. It's everything you poured yourself into. And it was just demolished for me all in, all in a matter of literally one month. So um, it took me about two years. I think that's pretty good for two years, honestly, Krista. <laughs> it felt like a long time at the time, but I guess it's not too long when you think about it. <laughs> well, and, and your health is better. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And within those two years, I was going through multiple, multiple surgeries. Like I went through six of them. And so on top of that, it took me a long time to get well. So I had to shut down that entire, that entire side of me. And I just wanted to be the safe route because I was taking it day by day. So it took a long time. Well, I'm, I'm curious, based on the, the fear and not wanting or willing to take those risks anymore to be able to play it safe. Did you have doubt that you could or would be able to, um, I don't know if I want to say survive and thrive or because you, you said earlier, you've always been an entrepreneur of some sort since a young age. Mm -hmm. Did you have any doubt that you could ever get back into that mindset and get into that game again? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it just kind of, um, you know, it's kind of, it kind of comes down to me for, I had to look at my reason why. So I shut down for selfish reasons because I, well, I mean, I had to close the business. I mean, I mentally shut down for myself for selfish reasons because I was keeping myself safe. I was keeping myself away from risk. And I thought that that was what was best for me. But then, you know, I look at the other side of it and I'm not building a legacy for my family. I'm not building um, passive income for myself and down the road, which, you know, I plan to um, have all these wonderful things in life and I'm not working towards any of them except nine to five to pay my bills once a month and that's it. And I, and that's kind of what got me out of it was that I have a bigger why than this and this is just not what I'm all cut out to be. So that's kind of how I just turned it around. <laughs> I, you know what I love about that statement just then is it, that's the pro concept I've been talking about this whole month so far is about, you know, goal setting and resolutions and understanding your bigger why. Because when you have that bigger why, like you said before, leaving a legacy, that's huge. You're getting outside of your own space and leaving behind, as you said, the selfishness. Yeah. <laughs> That's huge. Well, thank you for sharing that. No, absolutely. Thank you for asking. Well, let me ask you this. What would you say to other women who are facing a similar challenge in their life? Oh, well, I can say a million things <laughs> because I struggled for a long time with a lot of depression and it's hard when you're in that spot. So I guess what I would say in a really simple way is try to look at your situation from an outsider's perspective because when you're in that rut or you're in that mind block or if you're just going through a tough time in your life business whatever it may be you can't see past it most of the time you know we just see the dark cloud hanging over us and that is all you see but if you talk to an outsider or try and step out of it and look at it from an outsider it is just a moment in time that will move on with or without you so it can move on with you being in the, you know, in a rut and depressed, or you can look at it as you've got to get through it and it's going to move to the next phase and you just have to see it from that perspective. I'm not sure if that makes sense. <laughs> if I'm saying, oh, I want to say it, but try yeah, and look well, at it from a different perspective. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sitting here and I'm listening and I'm trying to put myself in those shoes because I've dealt with my own, um, uh, bunch of stuff in my lifetime and yes I, I love that out, outside perspective but what if someone maybe has a hard time with that outside perspective absolutely I mean my advice then too is that if you if you have a good support system lean on them because I'm telling you everybody's someone's daughter and I could not have gotten through what I got through without my family and friends. So as cliche as that sounds is to use your support system, you need to use your support system. And if that isn't a very good um, option for some people, then reach out to a coach, join a mastermind, join a group. Um, I don't hide at all. I was a member of two different support groups whenever I was um, going through all of that because I, had no idea what I was dealing with. I had never even really heard much about this disease and what it could do and um, all the extra things that came with it. So um, 
I would just say put yourself around the people that you want to be like. I like I like that a lot. Um, so support system, it could be family, friends, support groups, mastermind, get a coach. Those are all really great tips. And, you know, I'm just going to piggyback off that going to, you know, my uh, diagnosis that I got. It's, gosh, uh, actually diagnosed almost 17 years ago. It was called, a, or is called, was called a fibromyalgia. <laughs> It was. It is no more. So, <laughs> but you know what kind of threw me off was uh, I had been feeling like that for a long time, and um, about thirty-five years of age, my doctor, you know, sent me to a, a specialist, and I came back with this diagnosis. And I'm doing these air quotes, and I'll never forget. My doctor says to me, "Well, that's a garbage diagnosis," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> what?" Yeah. Like, you know, because 15, 17 years ago, they didn't know much, not that they know a whole lot more, and it wasn't a clear cut this or that. And when he put me in this garbage diagnosis, I just, I had no idea how to take it. So I did, you know, try to find supports because I didn't know anybody who had this issue or felt this way. And, you know, I found these support groups locally. And with that being said, I just want to put this out there to anybody who's listening. Be cautious with the support systems because when you're dealing with um, autoimmune issues or chronic illnesses, uh, you still need to be your own advocate, right? Yes. <laughs> because you were able to pull yourself through it uh, with a lot of you know support and friends and family, those people who loved you and knew that you had um, done it before and you can do it again. But for those who might not have that strong support system, the the groups, they can have a tendency to, um, I don't know how to say this politely, so it's whine and moan. Yes, no, <laughs> I totally agree with that. And that is an excellent word of caution because they can be so, and not to hate on them, they're meant for right. a good thing, but they can be so negative. So that's yeah. Completely true. What I, I agree. I think supports, especially in the beginning when you're trying to wrap your brain around what's going on or what to expect, or I have no knowledge about this, um, this illness or this immune system. It, absolutely. Because these people who have been diagnosed with the same challenges can give you a little um, laser insight, if you will, right? About, oh, well, watch out for this and watch out for that. And this could trigger it or that could trigger it, right? Yep. And those could be all great supports. However, again, just be your own advocate knowing that it, it is, like you said, a moment in time. And time does pass and things do change. And if you advocate for yourself and believe in yourself, whether it be just yourself or your positive support system, you can feel and act almost like you did prior to all of it, right? Yes, absolutely. And just one thing on that, that I, through doing the support groups, and like you said, they can have a very um, negative way of looking at things at times because people are coming there and expressing all their struggles. And sometimes hearing someone else's makes you feel a little bit better. <laughs> and then sometimes, you know, it, it makes you think like, boy, I'm, I have a long road ahead of me. So one thing I learned with dealing with any type of group, whether it be a support group, networking group, a mastermind, don't take advice from anyone you wouldn't trade places with. 
Oh, I love that, that advice. <laughs> yeah, that is like my ultimatum when people tell me, well, you should have done this, you could have done that. Oh, you made this mistake. If I wouldn't trade places with them. I'm probably not going to give much value to what they're saying. <laughs> I, you know, amen. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the golden advice of the, the month here. <laughs> and it's been a long time since I've heard that phrase. Well, Krista, as we wrap up our time, because I really respect your time and I thank you so much for uh, joining me. Is there any additional um, ideas or concepts or things that you would like to share with my listeners, including how to reach you if they would like to know more about you? Sure, absolutely. So um, right now my website's being redone, so nothing is up in that regard, but I do have an awesome um, online networking group. It's called The Motivated Entrepreneur. You can request to join that group, and I would love to have you in there. Um, there's beautiful women in there sharing awesome knowledge, and it's a great support system. Um, and please feel free to connect on Facebook, add me as a friend, reach out, and I would love to help and chat, you know, or just talk if that's all you're in for. <laughs> and Krista really is a great listener, so she's a great connector. Well, Krista, thank you again so much for your time and for um, everybody else. Thanks again for listening, because as always, I appreciate you hanging out with me again. And if you would like to continue to um hang out with me a little bit more. I also have a new Facebook group that is up and running. It is called the Million Dollar Mompreneurs, and we are creating financial success from home. So for now, we will say thank you and see you next week. Thank you.